Hello and welcome to the Ben Like Bamboo Resilience Show. To Ben Like Bamboo is to master change with flexibility. And on the show, I get to interview very special guests talking about all things resilience. And uh, this week, I'd love to introduce Donna Campisi. Welcome, Donna. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you for having me. It's exciting. Pleasure, pleasure. Let me introduce (laughs) you properly. So Donna Campisi is a passionate woman inspiring people around the world to turn their dreams into reality by hosting a podcast called Ready, Set, Goal. She is a keynote speaker, author, coach, mentor, and adventurer. Donna inspired many people with her stroke to marathon challenge, from only being able to run 30 tentative steps in 2012 after a childhood stroke and diabetes to competing her marathon goal in 2013 while encouraging many along the way that there's no such thing as can't and raising funds for the RCH Foundation. Jonna coaches people to achieve their goals and step outside their comfort zone by organising awesome adventure activities, encouraging people to face their fears in a fun and inclusive environment. She is author to turn dreams into reality in Inspiration and Bible and the unlikely marathoner, proving that there really is no such thing as can't. Oh, Donna, I'm so glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Yes, it's good to be here. You know, we um, met through um, Friends of Friends and then I realised that we had so much in common. For sure. And the, and the friend did say that to yeah, Carol when she mentioned you. She said, yeah, oh, beautiful Carol. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've both gone very different but very similar things. So it's so yeah. lovely to get to know you um, yeah. and to understand your journey. Um, and so shall we just dive in? I'd love to know what does yeah. resilience mean to you? Look, that's to me it means um, getting up after stumbling and doing the best I can with what I've got. It also means determination, striving, pushing Mm. through tough times to get to the good times. Easier said than done sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I've had my ups and downs too, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What do you think makes it so hard sometimes? Uh, I think it's most of the time it's to do with uh, your mental state. Yeah, yep. definitely. Yeah, totally agree. Because I, yeah, as you know, I've had physical, you know, uh, things, obstacles, and stuff that can get in the way. But really, it all comes down to your mental state, state. And mindset. Yeah, 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 I totally agree. Yeah. Well, you've been through a lot. Is there something in particular that you'd, you'd like to share today of something you've been through that you've had to overcome? Yeah, this is a it's probably a difficult one to answer because I've I've had. A few things. <laughs> really. I imagine, like, I, I guess that you might talk about your stroke, but you talk about anything yeah. that you want to, anything at all, that maybe it's something, maybe it's lockdown, maybe it's what we've been through recently. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know, I understand what you're saying, but I suppose, yeah, what what the main, the, the story that began was when I was seven years old and had this stroke and that was probably uh, the biggest thing that I'd have to overcome mm. and going through like the struggle because I was in intensive care doctors said that I'm lucky to be alive and walking yeah. and talking actually so that was an obstacle that I had to put a lot of work into my body um, so I'm very lucky to be in the state that I'm in now 
And also then when I was 14, I was diagnosed with diabetes type one. So that was like a, another kind of, you know, I remember my mum kind of saying, oh, what next? You know, <laughs> haven't I been through yeah. enough? But it's just an example of, you know, an obstacle that, you know, can sometimes uh, get in the way or just, you know, make things a little bit harder. But, you know, I'm always about... Um, self-improvement and that goes with uh, physical and mental so I, I think they're the main challenges and um, you know obstacles that I've had to overcome but also things like I've, I've been through you know things like relationship breakups and you yeah. know, breakdowns and financial you know hardships that that your listeners will you know can probably relate to too so uh, more so than a stroke perhaps but um mm. and yeah so I know I know what it's like for yeah to actually overcome difficult moments do you find exactly a good point with finances or a relationship or recovering from an illness do you think that it all came down to a very similar common denominator in regards to resilience hmm. was there one thing that seemed across the board Familiar or similar? Oh, to get over and overcome that. Yeah, overcoming it, whether yeah. no matter what it is, kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's um, having the strength and determination. I even remember the hard times, say, for example, of, you know, uh, a relationship breakdown and that sort of thing. I remember this one point in my life where I just felt really so down about it um, that I, I remember this moment of me in the shower just saying out loud this will make me stronger and I think that is a a common thing that I think about all the time and I also think um when it's something that's a challenge that it's hard to do mm -hmm. I've I've had this uh this message that was given to me by my physiotherapist when I was eight years old learning to walk again well actually learning to crawl again and I remember that day when she right. said okay Donna we're gonna get you on your hands and knees and you know let's let's move forward and I was just so adamant that I just said I can't I can't I was so fearful and scared I don't know what of maybe yeah. just falling and balance and you know, it's an overwhelming time things. when you lose yeah. your cool. I remember the same thing. I had to crawl first before I could walk. I of totally, course. yeah, it's, it's a baby steps. And that was literally <laughs> right back to baby the start. Steps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right back to the start. And so what did this physio tell you? What the she told thing? me these words. Uh, I'll never forget. She said, Donna, there's no such thing as can't. Mm. And, but I was still crying, but I stopped for a moment and went, I'm sure I've heard those words before <laughs> as a child, you think that. And I don't know who was more stubborn, the physio, her name was Julie, um, or myself, but she ended up uh, leaving me on my hands and knees and walking to the door and turning again and just saying, Donna, there's no such thing as can't and walking out the door. What an angel, really. Um, like it would have sucked at the time, but oh, what an yeah. angel. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. What did that teach you, what she did? Uh, look, it, eventually I, I calmed down and really had 
I think about it. And then she, well, it taught me that I had a choice to make because she came back in the room and she said, Donna, I'm, I'm going to give you two choices here. You can, I can put you back in the wheelchair mm. or you can give this crawling thing a go. And of course I gave it a go. And she of course said, look, I'm here to help you. I'm here to support you. And that's what I really like to talk about with people mm. as well. When I talk about goals and being too difficult and challenges that come across um, mm. along the way. I sort of like to tell people it's okay to ask for support and help. Yeah. Like we can we can all get a little bit proud and stubborn and go, oh, look, I'll work And it's coming myself. out of protection, isn't it, to be able to receive help and love. Like we're, we're, we're frightened, we're in protective mode and we shut down a little bit, don't we? It's hard to ask yeah. then. But when you hit rock bottom, you have no choice. When you can't walk and you know you have to make that choice, there always yeah. is a choice. That's really, you know, there, there always is a moment of choice, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I say that all the time. We, we've all got decisions that we can make, especially mm. in, our, in our country where it's you know, a free freedom to do that. Country. Yeah. We can make our own choices. And, yeah, so whenever I, I hear about um, people going through hard times, I just try and encourage and go, look, you know, mm. seek an expert even. If you've got this, you know, this goal that you really want to achieve and you're finding that, oh, not even... You know, I, I also encourage people to surround themselves with positive people. But sometimes people will say to me, look, my friends don't understand or, you know, they're not encouraging or I'm too scared to tell them or whatever. Go seek your Seek guidance elsewhere. Yeah, not, yeah. not necessarily find, your inner circle. Yeah, find out who's done it already. Yeah. And I yeah. really encourage that. And I, and I welcome people mm. to come to me even. Mm. But I've done it myself, like even the marathon challenge. I... I look I read books and I, and I actually even called authors and spoke to them and met up with them that had ran marathons and you know yeah. and these crazy challenges just to get you know their take on it and I don't know it was just exciting to actually just surround yourself with people that get your goal yeah and new people because if we're just constantly asking the people around us that we see every day we're not going to expand our views and knowledges and perceptions we, we're more likely to change our minds about old ways of thinking if we expand our networks yeah yeah definitely yeah you're spot on yeah. so tell me what was your <laughs> lowest point and how did it feel was it when you were put on your all fours before you made your choice to try yeah you could say that one was um yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> what a, like what, I said, there's, let, been, it's a big there's one. been a few, but yeah, that is, yeah, all right. So if it was that moment of choice and you, your lowest point was I can't and then she put you on your all fours before you chose to try, what did it feel like when you felt so overwhelmed, so fearful, like you couldn't? Like tell, talk me through that state and mindset that you were in. It's, it's just a fear. And I think as a child, um, it's just, you know, that fear of the unknown as well, like, oh, what's going to happen next? Because I'd been through so much already, yeah. I think. And it was just, um, I don't want to go through you know, even that, and that's and that's just sounds silly because I'm I'm, Doesn't I'm at on all. a gym I'm on a gym mat where I'm not going to fall too far just like from crawling position, 
But mentally you might have felt so overwhelmed (laughs) and in protection that it doesn't sound silly at all to me. It sounds like, you know, we do say that, you know, whether we're trying to fall into a new relationship or fall onto that physio mat or fall um, into a whole new version of ourselves. When we have been through so much, it can be really hard to try and believe that it's going to work out. Yeah, yeah, I I think so. And it's it's. As adults, we we all even, you know, find that point where it's just, I think it's it's a real belief as well. Yeah, like you say, yeah. believing, believing, you know, you can. And I mm. when I when I sort of talk about, you know, um, people asking themselves or another someone asking them you know can you do this like you know for example the, the marathon for instance can you run a marathon or and I had to ask myself can I then there's only two direct answers really either yes or no but I like to sort of ask how can I or how can you like not everyone wants to run a marathon it might be something else it might be you know another goal that you know your listeners will have and if they ask themselves how can I instead of just oh can I yeah how's the key word yeah yeah we just give up on ourselves and just go well I don't think I can and that's it but working out a way that you possibly can you you always do yeah. yeah, sometimes we have to take that plunge to prove to ourselves that we can do it. And it's the chicken before the egg, isn't it? It's so hard. Um, and so that was your lowest point. And even in your bio, like it explains, you, you talk about how you couldn't even, you ten, 30 tentative steps in 2012, but then you went on to compete, completing a marathon in 2013. Talk, me, talk to me about that. Yeah, well, that was one of those moments that oh, before even uh, I attempted the 30 steps, somebody asked me, and, you know, as I was an adult, um, they asked me, Donna, what can't you do since you've had this stroke? Mm. And I've always tried to focus on what I can do. And um, I had to think about it for a little while. And I said, you know, I haven't felt confident to run since I was seven years old. Yeah. And uh, this was, I think she asked me when I was in my late 30s or maybe 40 or something. So it was quite a few years. And um, I thought one night, like I used to live in Elwood across from, directly across from the beach. I'd go walking and walking is fine for me. Yes, I walk with a slight limp and a weakness and, you know, that's from the effects of the stroke. But um, running was a... Yeah, that, that's that's another story. And I noticed a lot of runners that night. Um, it was just one beautiful, you know, daylight saving night and, you know, just walking along. And I, I remembered that moment when that, you know, person asked me that and I thought I should give this running thing a go. And then the voices start happening in your head. <laughs> like one voice saying, but what if you fall? It's similar to the crawling thing, probably. Yeah, what if you can't? <laughs> what if you fall? And so how did you overcome and that? And then, well, the other voice I listened to that said, you've fallen so many times, Donna. And I just thought, yeah, I have. So I just went for it because nobody was with me. No one was beside me to catch me, hold my hand or anything like that. Yeah. And this was my thing. So... I just gave it a go and because yeah. I, I, I actually was, I was fearful like because I, I do fall a lot even now. Um, 
I so I did it and I gave it a few goes like you know I was counting my steps of course when I was doing this first it was 20 and I thought I was so excited and I had to stop then 25 and then I got to 30 and um I hadn't fallen, which was great, but I was super excited as well because I thought, well, if I've just improved in that short moment, um, surely I can learn to run again. And surely this is where I thought, speaking of getting help from experts and stuff like that, I thought I really need to find someone that can help me that kind of knows how to deal with someone like me who's had a stroke and my weaknesses. I just didn't want to uh go with anybody if you know what I mean uh because we have to work out different ways of doing things and training and stuff like that so and strengthening so that's yeah that's and that that evening I walked home all excited with all these ideas in my head going hmm I wonder if I can walk a run a four kilometer fun run perhaps and then Mm. I wanted to raise funds for the Royal Children's Hospital Foundation who have saved my life more than once and mm. helped so many children and families mm. so I had these all these crazy ideas and then from from that uh, I contacted uh, a coach that I had met actually at a, a business event and um, there, there were two guys who coached people with running uh, one physical and one to do with nutrition and they were awesome guys. They were really, they were experts to me, uh, especially, uh, well, both of them, but Sean, who was the physical coach, is a musculoskeletal therapist as well as a runner. They were both runners. They both did ultra marathons. marathons and um, so they knew their stuff. <laughs> so I really trusted them. And that's when Sean said, look, because he knew that I wanted to, do something with this. I said, I really want to raise funds. And he said, Donna, look, if you really want to inspire people, anyone can run a 4K run. And I thought, I can't. (laughs) not right now I thought that was a big thing and he said no you should you should do something big you should run a marathon and that's how that developed awesome <laughs> I love that I love that yeah yeah it's funny when we really just let go of control and we kind of just swim downstream more and trust the right practitioner the right teacher the right guidance you know comes our way and we discover what we're made of and what we can really achieve and our fullest potential and we just go for it so how is your life better now having gone through that or yes did we talk about the turning point actually that's something just before that what was there a particular turning point before you talk about that of like how it just shifted from the negative state into I can. Like what was the particular turning point for you? Oh, that's a good question because I, I cannot think of one particular point. I think it's been a journey for me. It's a progression. Yeah. Yeah. A progression of being able to achieve small goals along the way. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, for to be able to even walk or run 30 steps 
is a huge thing for some people and that was for me yeah whereas the everyday people that would seem lame yeah but for you that was and then that proved and showed you what you were capable of that then ricocheted to us yeah yeah I think so and I I I say this all the time like it's the small steps that get you to your your big goal and that's an example of even breaking down the marathon training first it was do a 5k fun run and when I did that I was just blown away I was that was probably the biggest that was probably the moment actually where I with the running where I was so happy and proud of myself I got you know my medal at the end of the run and you know what fun runs are like and but I just thought okay, I've, I've done this. So all I need to do is the next step and I'll double that and do 10, train for 10Ks. So yeah. that was my next step for training for something else yeah. that brought me closer to my marathon. So after the 10K, I did another training for a half marathon. So yeah. it was little steps, but I think, yeah, yeah I think the, um, the 5K run, uh, sometimes when I talk about it, it's just mm. like that was the bigger than the actual marathon in itself in yeah. my in my actual uh mental state and yeah. building confidence i and love that I, it's really important multiple yeah. turning points and just to keep one one foot in front of the other continue the smaller changes translate to the bigger ones so how yeah. is your life better now having gone through all this i think it's really um i've st- I've got out of my own head and um, I, I think like even things like, um, for example, wearing a leg brace. I have to wear a leg brace for foot drop. You know how I said I trip a lot. <laughs> I used That's, to have one of those. I totally understand. Uh, so it helps do we need to gates. explain what foot drop is to everyone? Go for it. We should. <laughs> foot drop is a leg brace that goes up to the calf muscle under the knee and it goes into your shoe as well. And it, but it's basically similar to a caliper like the good old days. I don't know if people wear calipers anymore. It but, puts your um, foot on that foot and leg in the right angle so that you can lift it. It raises your toes, basically. Yeah, before yeah. we had the ability to do that on our own. Yeah, so it because the average person, we all walk with our heel first and then land on our toes. Yes. But I land on my toes first and then the heel, and that's where the tripping, you know, yes. gets in the way. So... Um, I was really, I've worn this for years now, but I used to hide it a lot. Amanda, I used to go to a gym in the summer when it was really hot, wear long tracksuit pants just because, and and jeans a lot. If I was to wear a skirt, it would be long boots I'd wear with it to cover the brace and all that sort of thing. And that's the same with my hand even. The hand, I have a a slight... um, it's a bit smaller and the spasticity that um, comes with it. And I would be nervous around people and really feel, I think the reaction of my nervousness would make my um, hand even more stiff. And I would just be really self-conscious about, oh, what are people looking at? What do people think? And I think my turning point too was, with sharing the whole marathon journey, I shared it every day on yeah. social media. I wasn't wearing long tracksuit pants all the time. I was wearing you know, 
like three quarter pants and whatever and showing off my brace my AFO accepting yourself and where you're at and I realized this was helping other people because when people saw it I had people question me about it and it actually helped them I remember a guy I just even walked past in my neighborhood in Elwood and he stopped me and said what is that and then I told him and he said oh look at mine and his was shorter it was more of an ankle one and he said oh I have so much problems and it was like I was you know I I kind of recommended to the guy that I go to and now he's, you know, a customer of Darren who <laughs> makes mine. And it's just one of these things that snowballs and helps people. And that's yeah. what I really believe yeah. that has helped me. Um, change your story change, as well. Yeah, to change my way of thinking and to, yeah, mm. to get, just to get over myself and accept mm. my imperfections because I think accepting mm. your imp- imperfections, sorry, makes you more confident and Mm. you it's like anything like I think even in any anyone's goals if anyone's listening and um if you're waiting for the perfect time the the perfect look the perfect speech the perfect website the perfect business card the perfect training session that you want to give the perfect client you know all of this perfection that you know we're waiting for and thinking that we need to have set in place before we actually do something it's about letting god control isn't it yeah you'll be waiting a long time so where you're at right now is perfect isn't it I think so. And I, I think uh, it, like, it even reminds me of, um, I think I mentioned it in this book, actually, this latest book, how I had a conversation with someone who was, we were talking about public speaking and she um, was really nervous about it, comparing herself to others because she hasn't done it before. And I just said, look, you know, go out there and do it, do the best that you can. And it doesn't have to be perfect because especially when you're speaking, I used to do this when I was a speaker earlier on because I'd have notes in my head, you know, I wouldn't read or anything, but or sometimes, you know, if you had it on a table or whatever, but then go back and go, oh, crap, I forgot to mention that or sorry, I said crap. No, no, you're fine. It's, you um, can, this is like the kind of podcast where you can say whatever. Okay, good. But um, I... and. And I thought later, I don't know if it was something that I thought or if someone told me later going, do you think anybody noticed that, Donna? And I just thought, yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever you would have said. Have even known. <laughs> and whatever you said in that moment was the perfect thing for that crowd and for that Definitely. entity. And, that, and it's taken me a long time to, to let go of control enough to not have the script. To this day, I still catch myself controlling it too much. And, you know, whatever you've got in your head is the perfect thing and whatever comes out as we're doing right now, is the perfect, you know, dialogue and conversation. So tell me. um, So I always say don't wait for opportunities, create them yourself. Yeah. Mm. So what's the main thing you've learned um, with what we've talked about, what you've been through, how you've overcome it? Like if you elevated above and saw everything from that higher perspective, what did you learn? Uh, That... I'm able to get through whatever whatever comes my way, like, I, and yeah. that I and that I have, I have the strength to to do whatever I want and to get through hard times. I wow. really, 
this are you talking about myself or yeah no, that's perfect because... what did you learn so I can basically is what I'm hearing and how yeah. does that how does that translate to the decisions you make every day how you put yourself out there professionally and personally your love life your career like and your health like that if you learned I can get through whatever comes my way how's that translated into every other area of your life oh all the time when so if something happens uh in my life and like even the COVID thing, mm. I, I just sort of say to myself, I will get through this. Yeah. And I've been through worse. Yeah, you've been through so, so much. Yeah. I, I really, I really do say that to myself. I said, oh, you know, there's times where you just go, oh gosh, how can I keep going or whatever? But I don't do that as much now because I just know that I'll get through this, you know, even even if we do face hard times like there's always I don't know it's it's just we've got evidence of that now trusting that you're strong enough and if you're not asking for that help yeah asking for help is really important Mm. just ask yeah um so do you have three tips you'd like to share with everybody today on how to be more resilient yes um believe you can basically if you don't yeah. how do you expect others to yeah I just think that's really important yeah and I think it's what I mentioned before ask yourself how can I yeah and you'll work out a way even um what's the things that I've mentioned yeah <laughs> basically connect with the expert the people that have done it Beautiful. and I mean it's 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 so amazing how you can connect with people on social media now but yeah. even if you cannot connect with them straight I mean, read their book do their training whatever it is that they're an expert in yeah. and be persistent you'll you'll get there if you if you be persistent to actually want to meet them and talk to them because you'll find that a lot of people really love to help people anyway and they love it when they see someone that's enthusiastic yeah. about a, a goal I do anyway if yeah to me with something I just I am blown away and I will listen I will help if I can um or I would just listen to their excitement and say that they may just someone want someone to bounce off do you know what I'm saying yeah so I think uh being persistent with that yeah definitely beautiful I love it so you've written a new book and it's called change is not a scary word yeah yeah that's very exciting it is exciting this one yeah Beautiful. So what came out of the, how did you birth this book? What, what did it just come out of um, recent inspiration or? Yeah, it, it, um, in February 2000, this year, I uh, noticed all of the excitement that everyone had, especially when you speak to people or see it on social media. Everyone was so excited about 2020, as they should be. Mm. <laughs> and I, I noticed that people were saying, I'm going to do this and do this and change this and blah. You know all of those, all of those goals that everyone makes in uh, in the beginning of a year. In the, yeah. But this was the beginning of a new decade, and that was even more special to people. It seemed. Right. And I know from uh, just from my experience of seeing people set goals and uh, working with people that people have uh, these amazing goals and dreams at the beginning of the year, but. By April, it sort of sometimes goes by the wayside and they yeah. get distracted or busy or it's not so important, even though secretly it is, they'll, yeah. they'll sort of prioritise other things. Yeah. So um, I really wanted to 
put a book together to inspire people to change and give them give them tips as well to to face that change because secretly you know they may have that change that I'm saying that goal that they wanted to achieve but don't think it's important or it's about facing a fear perhaps so I decided to get uh, 10 um, authors together that I personally knew uh, some I knew more so than others um, that had a story of change to share and to inspire other people right. and so I've got 10 super authors and my, myself included um, uh, who have all written a chapter each about their story of where they came from their backstory to how they've changed and to how it's benefited them and other people even and also their tips that they beautiful want to uh inspire other people with and yeah it's exciting that's really exciting and so can I show it of course show us. <laughs> I'm excited to have a copy in my hand because I mean wonderful. this is from an idea in February this year and I yep. have it in my hand beautiful. so I'm pretty well done congratulations and if people want to find you it's donna campisi c-a-m-p-i-s-i dot com yeah that's correct yeah thank you so much donna it's um so great to chat to you today and i know you've got a virtual uh, book showing event yeah we've got a book launch online just to simply because we we cannot get together because yep. of um covid and i just thought no that's not going to stop us so we're doing a, a zoom online uh, book launch which we're all really excited about so yeah it's it is um it's on my website actually right. on my website my facebook page but you can find the facebook page on the on website, the website. yeah so it's an event that we've just started then so please if anyone's listening and it's before november the 8th it, I don't yeah, know I'm sure I'm sure we will be. release it will be in, it's usually a couple of weeks in advance and I do apologize to my listeners okay. working from home comes with sometimes loud noises outside so I'm trying oh, to edit them out as much as possible no. but, um <laughs> but thank you Donna I know that the listeners are going to get so yeah, much out welcome. of today and you know no matter what you guys are going through you can overcome it and discover what you are made of yeah. All yeah, right. See you, Donna. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful day. Awesome. Thanks, Amanda. Thank for pleasure. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. And I'll see you all next week. <laughs>